I'm so sorry, but this happens every time. Welcome to Talking Sons, the most deterministic podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four dads who are teleported to the fantasy realm to reclaim their sons. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons, Episode 8, Pyramid Schemes. Theme music goes here. Hi, my name is Jamie, and my dad fact is that I just flew in from Colorado, and boy are my arms tired. Fuck off. Oh my god. <laughs> Discord cut out right before you finished that punchline, and yet I still knew to groan. Oh, Ooh, hachi machi. I feel like I'm going to puke. No! Go, go, go! <laughs> your dad fact up there with Will's fart as far as making people uh. puke. <laughs> In Kelly's uh. honor. Oh, man. Hi, my name is Nikki, and my dad fact is, I did almost just burn my house down. <laughs> what? <laughs> I tried to I bought one of those tubs of like pre-made cookie dough and I I thought, oh, putting this in a mug and in the microwave is a good idea. No, it's not. And no. yeah, no, it really wasn't. And now my house smells really bad, but I did not set off the fire alarm. So take that, college. Raw cookie dough is only for eating. You're not supposed to cook that shit. <sighs> yeah, it was very upsetting. Hey, uh, my name's Luke. Um, my dad fact for the day is that uh, we had a pretty sizable snowstorm here in the Northeast, and um, I guess New York City didn't get any, so lucky you no, act. we didn't. <laughs> but um, I was talking to my mom about it, and she's like, oh, hey, drive safe, I love you, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, yeah, love you too, mom. And then the next thing that she sent was just a winky face. <laughs> and i didn't respond and i just kind of left it like that but mom that's not the appropriate response i want you to know that <laughs> if you ever listen to this do it do 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 it do it what? yeah you gotta say your name and do the thing yeah okay well i'm Magniti, and i normally edit this podcast and i guess my dad fact is that now i have to record this podcast because kelly's sick and we're all very sad about it <laughs> <laughs> that your fact is that you're on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's a fact. No, it's a fact. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. crushed yeah, it. Fine. Got it in one. Yeah, sorry, you're sick, Kelly. We all just finished listening to episode twenty-six, "Moms of Future Past." In this episode, the dads hired some mercenaries and got out the front door. Proud Fuck. of them. <laughs> really proud of them. Hey, that's two activities. That's one more than usual. Yeah, that's two things that Actually, they did. Uh, yeah, we're very proud of them for that they moved roughly 10 to 15 feet I, I mean they got in the van and then they drove off and they were like hey guys we got like 10 minutes of bullshittery to do here <laughs> curing the hiccups <laughs> so good so fucking so good it was great i've been in that position like i have had hiccups like i don't know for some reason i feel like i've had a conversation with freddie before that was like revolved around him having hiccups as an adult and i'm just kind of like <laughs> that's just how the human body works like you don't grow out of hiccups do you no, absolutely not. I had like 
a solid 10 year span where I didn't have any hiccups. And then all of a sudden they started up again. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Mom, I'm scared. What do I do? What's happening? What do I do? A few months ago in the Discord, we were talking about about hiccups for some reason. And I just remember that Anthony chimed in completely out of left field and went, for me personally, I just wouldn't. If I started hiccuping, I'd probably just stop. That's just me, though. Rip to you all, but I'm different. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll just stop. We'll just stop a bodily function from happening. Yeah, okay. No, well, okay, because I was going to make that joke, like, right now, and be like, you guys hiccup? I just don't. <laughs> but then I remembered. But then you remembered that you and Anthony are the same person. Oh, it's shit. Fuck, this sh fucking mind meld bullshit. Hate Welcome it. to Talking Sons, where we steal jokes and give no credit. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that one is true. You know what else is true? Ron. Ron. <laughs> yeah. He's not false. He's not false. He sure is. And he, I think he really shined this episode. He really did. Very quietly and very mm. panicked. I, I mean, I think that this episode really made it clear how much he depended on samantha mm -hmm. absolutely yeah no it was hard watching his slow descent down to best dad fact of the only person who's ever called him ronnie is yeah samantha is like shit oh yeah i think the thing that really got me re ron which is scary to like empathize with ron but um <laughs> ron's a people too <laughs> ron ron is a people yeah. which also questionable but yeah. He said that if Samantha dies, Terry Jr. has no one. Mm. And because I, oh, I, I took that as like, if Samantha's gone, he wouldn't be able to take care of Terry Jr., who should go by TJ. So I'm only going to refer to him as TJ. Fair. So like the fact that he regards himself so because he refers to himself as a stepdad. But I think his idea of stepdad is so like twisted and probably has to do with, you know, the the men he grew up around. Yeah, for sure. Which is to say some really not good guys judging on like a mod stud stampler was good but he's yeah. not the father yeah. so i don't know i just i thought that like the idea that he doesn't consider himself anything to tj like they did have a very touching moment they did together mm -hmm. but even then like that wasn't enough for like to inspire confidence in their relationship and that just it made me so sad <laughs> well i mean it even goes back to episode one and it was played like a joke when they were pulled through the portal and all of them like DM narration, all of you know in your heart of hearts that you are a terrible father and all the other dads were like, you know, thrown through a loop by this. And Beth was like, yeah, Rod knows that's pretty much true. So <laughs> this is who his character is. Like, he just knows this. Yeah. But I think he's like coming to terms with it. Like, yeah, there, it's, sure. it's a, there's a difference between knowing something and like, acknowledging it so i think at this point he's like acknowledging it of like if samantha is gone then you know he would actually have to be the dad that stepped up yeah true first step to fixing a problem is acknowledging it so yeah. maybe that's it's step one of him becoming a stepdad that's not terrible i i kind of felt like that he was someone who knew he was not a good father but he just had no idea how to change that or even, like, he didn't even know he could. Or, like, he didn't even... He, I don't think he knows what a good father is. Yeah, that's a big problem. But <laughs> we need yes. to get all of them therapy. This is what I've been <laughs> saying. Yeah. Get these boys some therapy. His his father figure, or and or father, was 
the kid in Amod that was like fucking up cats, right? It, oh, yeah. So yeah. Rod is too good a person to be a dad like he knows how to be a dad. Yeah. Right. Which is snapping cat necks, apparently. <laughs> fucking apparently. But he must have had a good mom because that's true he instantly was like samantha can be a mother figure and can raise a person so that's yeah. true yeah figuring out the lineage there is gonna hurt my brain <laughs> it really is you're not wrong because if stud was stampler and but the kid wasn't stampler no the kid was stampler yeah he was the, a sampler the kid was stud's brother's kid yeah, yeah. Oh, okay so it was stampler yep. okay because I was imagining, like, if the kid's not Stampler, then how did Stampler get back in there? Stampler got back in there. Stampler got back. All I'm saying is that, Beth, you can break the Ron stepdad cycle and make him a good stepdad. That way, nobody will reference my brother, my brother, and me anymore. <laughs> we could only hope. The cycle of stepdadding. One step at a time. Anyway. Oof. How about those mercs? <laughs> what else did these boys do this episode? They got an army, which is kind of cool. Yeah, they got the mercs. And uh, what's what's his name? Bramble Patch, Cumberbund, Benedict, Cabbage uh, Benedict, Patch. Benedict, Benedict. Cabbage Cum- Patch. Cabbage Patch. Cabbage yeah. Patch. Like, I really liked that visual of him screwing the gems into his mustache, <laughs> and it just mm-hmm. cemented that this character is like, what is it, Dr. Robotnik from the Sonic cartoon? <laughs> oh my god. He's Jim Carrey. He's a thousand percent Jim Carrey. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Jim Carrey yes. with that sweet Eggman mustache. And the horrible, horrible accent that is not consistent in any way. (laughs) I mean, there's a long history of that, though. I mean, like Halle Berry in X-Men, Madonna in real life, though. He's allowed. (laughs) Wait, the gems or the accent consistency? (laughs) Okay. I don't remember Madonna having a mustache. <laughs> really weird in the late nineties. Yeah. It was like right after the pointy bra thing. Oh dear. Anything goes in the late nineties. Like me. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I am a very big fan of Bad Dogs Mercenary Co. Of those guys. Uh and the fact that Anthony made them like shapeshifters, not actually shapeshifters, but like high level rogues? Yeah. Like super stealthy. Incredibly stealthy. Like are they're they're obviously really good at swinging a paintbrush to blend in with the crowd but are they mm-hmm. <laughs> any good with swords like do they spend more time making themselves to look up like i don't know squirrels or something if they can blend paint they can kill a man hmm. what percentage of the neverwinter population is just mercenaries like is 85 percent of neverwinter just <laughs> mercenaries in weight how big is neverwinter yeah like here's the real question how many of them saw the orgy pit and went to <laughs> Benedict Cabbage Patch and was like, I just, it's just for like undercover reasons that I need to be in there. You know, like I'm just saying. Oh God, how many mercenaries were in the orgy pit? Oh, how no. many? Wait, none of the orgy pit ones were crushed. So that's Winter okay. Winter has a population of 23,200. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> they got 200 less. So they bought 200 mercenaries, so they still got 23,000 people hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine there's like three people who aren't mercenaries. So like they just went through like a major population hit. No, I think just forever. Oh. Like Neverwinter has always been 85% mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> so the the natural progression for someone in Neverwinter 
or Faerun, is that as a child, you are abandoned and mm -hmm. entered into the unfortunate foster children system. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then once you're too old to fight in there, they train you up to be a mercenary. That's just the world they live in. Yeah, and then you live in Neverwinter. I guess that's why Peyton came back with a big old sword. Yep. Because he's <laughs> getting just ready. Like, oh, he looks old now. Training him up. Eating with a sword. And a rusty butter knife. <laughs> so obviously he's not that old. Hey, that's his childhood favorite toy. That's his security knife. <laughs> that's his security shiv. <laughs> so a little bit of conspiracy here. That the, the mercenary had a butter knife sheath ready. So that is a common weapon. Yeah. I said this in the Discord and I'll say it again. Dull knives are more damaging than sharp knives. True. Yeah. Yes. They do hurt more. So, you know, I wouldn't be su surprised if a mercenary's not main weapon, but like tertiary weapon was just a, an old butter knife or like <laughs> uh someone's running around with like the 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 steak knife from a golden corral. <laughs> <laughs> It's hyper specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, if it's from a golden corral, then they think it's like really worth something because those don't uh, exist in Faerun. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the things that came through the portal with the dads are the dads, obviously, Odyssey San, of course, and one knife one <laughs> from knife golden, golden corral. corral. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was in Daryl's glove box. <laughs> he stole it. No, his grand stole it. Oh, Grant yes, stole Grant it. stole it. Yeah, for sure. I was gonna say he stole it and felt really guilty, so he hid it in his glove box. Well, no, Grant stole it, and then he felt really guilty about it. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Daryl was like, "I love this steak knife. The way it cuts through this tenderized steak like butter." And then Grant was like, "I should steal this for my dad." Aw. Oh. No, it's sweet. And that totally backfired. <laughs> okay. So steak knives, Achilles heel, Glenn. Hiccups. Glenn's fine. Glenn's fine. <laughs> fine. You didn't even have to roll for damage. Yeah, no no damage was assigned. So in my head canon, Peyton aimed for the ankle, hit the boot, and just kind of scuffed it. They are bruised tendons, but not cut tendons. Yeah, it hurt a little bit, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, I have the tiger. He knew where to go. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton, stubby, stubby. Do we want to talk about that burial scene? Or, nah. I mean, it happened. Yeah. I don't know what there, what else is there to say except like, like they buried the moms. Hey, hey, Henry pulled out two entire spells. That's two. true. That is pretty true. exciting for him. Two spells. He molded earth and he made plants grow. That's just huge. That is true. Our boy never does that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's two things. Dungeons and Daddies, a podcast with more spells in RPG situations than in combat. I do, I do like, uh, we did get uh, some more wife lore this episode, which was very exciting. That Carol hates flowers, even though oh. Daryl spent a hot minute in a previous episode picking flowers. Shout out to Matt for calling out his own continuity issues. Yeah, which, you know, you have to be on top of that shit, as we here have proved. <laughs> <laughs> We're forcing them to be better. I wonder if there was like an editing thing where Freddie was like, hey, Matt, you said this and the fans are going to like shit a brick over it. Well, didn't Anthony at some point like cover someone's bases about something in this episode? Freddie leaned in. He was like, uh, uh, time is some other word for not constant differential. So he didn't have to say that time was an exact 
thing between the two yeah. different realms to cover their asses in the future when the fans are like, hey, but it was only 30 seconds between calls. So try to do math. And so, whatever. <laughs> okay, this is not a po good point then. <laughs> I, I think it's just uh, moving at the speed of plot time, you know, type thing. Yeah, no, you, you straight up can't keep track of all that stuff. Like, when you're in the moment, it's impossible. I will say notorious timeline cop cat sure will <laughs> i look forward to it so yeah they they kind of rode off into the sunset like two blocks down with yeah all of and the mercenaries. then yeah and then this ending where they were like to ravenloft ha made everyone freak out again over whether the podcast was ending and that's just not true literally not kind of silly to think yeah but no they're if you do quick maths they're getting at least 20 grand a month from this they're not stopping anytime soon fuck this no i'm kidding <laughs> but like yeah. fuck I'm this kidding. Take my money. twenty thousand dollars and they're not they haven't even given us one rock based rap album yet Shake, <laughs> shaking my head they haven't let me on their podcast yet <laughs> for all the money i give them <laughs> all ten dollars anthony yo my 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 best friend. Can you let me on your podcast yet? <laughs> I promise I'll be good and not play as Mark. Forget all the stuff we said like five minutes ago. Just forget all of that. This is Nikki now. That was Nikki before. Yeah, I'm a changed woman. Um, you know, now that the podcast is ending, I think you have a pretty small window to um let me on your podcast, and I'll be good. I'll be good. I like. I promise. Uh, I won't. As much as it pains me to say, I, like, won't play Mark. A as they left, uh, as they made the Ravenloft, ha! Huh? Um, Glenn made it just an epic speech, which we kind of did touch on before with the hiccups. But just gotta say, I think no improv could have prepared for that. And nope. I will just say, Freddie, we still love you. It could not have gone better. Yeah, so honestly, maybe hiccups aren't so bad. No, it was, it was a gorgeous piece of oration yeah and a commander they make for you know a very inspiring figure this is the hiccups that make the man not his words or his actions the hiccups mm. good on his diaphragm for stepping up and having a spasm <laughs> <laughs> i think the mvp of this episode was certainly freddie's diaphragm <laughs> mm. we can forgive you for the tuck up thing because of this mm. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just getting a call from our editor, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and we need to uh, take this word from our sponsor. Are you a mercenary in need of crazy costumes? Do you want to disguise yourself as a small child? Do you find yourself needing to become a completely transparent window to do your job? Come on down to Crazy Eddie's Disguise Shop! If you can be it on the street, you can be it on the street. Road, apples, dead birds, Jerry from accounting, lamp posts, a sexy nurse. We have it all. No matter how implausible your disguise needs, we have have the right combination of what's it's and chutzpah to get it done. Stop by in the next two days and mention this ad to get an additional costume half off. It's just a regular costume, but it only works from happy angles. Good job, Mike. Um, yeah, my dad knows Crazy Eddie, uh, so this is like a super cool opportunity to have them sponsor our podcast. Um, and thank you, Dad, for setting that up. Yeah, we're getting paid in exposure and costumes. Yeah. Yeah, um, I am currently dressed as a lawn chair. I'm wearing one of the half-odd ones, so I actually have exposure. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>
Yep. Moving on to Conspiracy <laughs> Corner. So the dads are about to head into war. How are they not going to do that? I mean, yeah, like the dads go out of their way to avoid a fight. So, you know, no, I find that not. really interesting. Another thing that I find interesting that's completely unrelated is um Matt's quandary of pooping without pants. Um, so I actually did this shortly after listening to this podcast because I wanted to know what I was missing, supposedly. And at the time I was wearing leggings. And so the experience of putting back on the pants was horrific and terrible. Did you wipe first? Of course. Of course I did. (laughs) (laughs) Not Henry. Um, But it was, I think, like... You know, you take off your clothes in preparation to be naked, and then knowing that I had to put them back on was annoying. And then I think also the tight pants has something to do with it, where, like, I think generally men wear looser pants, so it might not be, like, as involved of a process to put on loose pants. Can confirm. I You normally wear baggy jeans, so, yeah. And, and so there there have been situations where I have been without pants in the bathroom and then I recognized that, hey, maybe it was good time for a movement. And, you know, <laughs> I did the thing. And it was just not, like, it was so unremarkable. So here's the other thing about pooping without pants on. There was no mention of underwear in Matt's statement. But it's safe to assume that the underwear also come off, because that no, is what no, I did. He was wearing them all the way up to his waist. In fact, he hiked them up to his nipples. And then popped, popped through the leg hole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He just he used them like a sieve. Oh. <laughs> this entire segment is just me groaning. I, 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 I like it's it how okay. Anthony's fact was about how he pooped. Like, he tried to, like, poop through his pants like a sieve. And Freddie was like, so which ankle does it roll out of? Like, your dad fact fails at dad facting. Beth made the joke first. I just like to say that out loud. Yes. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're not saying anything. I think you're lying. Here's what I'm saying. I think also the dread of putting on underwear again is annoying. The dread? Do you not remove your uh, No, underwear I'm saying no, like poop? fully off. <laughs> fully off. And I took I did I fully did the mat. I folded my pants. I placed them atop the sink. Oh, Nikki. And I did a, I did a poop. And let me just say, <laughs> <laughs> I just, let me just say, it, it just wasn't satisfying all around. People who wear baggy or pants than I do, because I wear leggings almost every day. Is it a more pleasurable experience for like, you? My, my perspective, I am taking the third option that it doesn't matter at all because <laughs> like, Pants on or pants not, it's like, when I sit normally, my ankles are not constrained. Like, if I had to hold my ankles... And also, how narrow is Matt's waistband? Like, my pants are a little bit wider than 8 inches. Generally, hips are larger than ankles, you know? Nah, Matt's the exception. Yeah, he has has a 14-inch waist. His bottom half is shaped like a pyramid. Like he's, yeah. he's bell top. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Like my pants have always given me more than enough room, and even in situations where like after the pants have come off for the night, 
it's still not like I I would take you know take advantage of the extra space. It's not like I'm propping my leg up on the uh, toilet paper roll. Yeah, or that's something. insane. But also, I this is not to say I think being fully nude while pooping is a beautiful experience. But the only time I do that is if I'm like about to get in the shower mm. and then. Yeah. Poop, and then it's like fuck yeah, balls to the wall. In the shower? No, yes. no, no, no. no. Waffle stomping is a thing, but not something that's going on here. <laughs> no, so, but I do want to point out that the only times that I've found myself pooping naked have been like a slightly negative experience because it's either right before, right before I'm about to hop in the shower, and then it gets all hot and steamy, and the stink is still there, or it's right after I get out of the shower, and it's like, but I was just clean. That has been my general experience as well, and it's extremely annoying to get out of the shower and being like, oh, I need to poop now. Well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> but then yeah. the shower's right there. You can get back in if you need to. showers are the worst. If you're taking messy poops, you guys need to control your butthole and don't take such messy, stinky <laughs> poops like I do. <laughs> Rip to your butthole, but I'm different. Nikki, shit doesn't stink. We get it. Yeah, I'm kind of the coolest person I know, which I don't know a lot of people. <laughs> I'm so cool. My poop don't stink. My shit don't stink. No, <laughs> Nikki only ma- only takes ghost poops. They they, they <laughs> like slips down the tube and it's cut. You know, the wipe comes away clean and it doesn't smell. So okay. I'm changing the topic now because I said so. <laughs> Can we talk about what if the pyramid dungeon was a Bass Pro fishing pyramid dungeon, please? No, let's go back to poop. No, yeah. <laughs> Does the Bass Pro shops smell like fish? Um, no. No. Not in no. my experience. I knew the answer was no, but I thought you guys would like play with me a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, <laughs> if you go next to the like the fish tanks that they have, I mean, it smells like pond i guess yeah i mean it can if it's like poorly taken care of i guess but the ones that i've been in have been fairly clean i think they're generally so big that it's like the fish are off in a corner somewhere yeah there's so much like retail chemical that it just smells like new sweatshirts and like um sporting equipment it's dangerous because those fish like tanks are right next to the fishing rods and so my kid he loves aquariums but one time i took him to bass pro and he was just and you staring pushed at the fish into no. the fish tank no he couldn't swim yet that would have been hilarious you know yet tragic but jamie no oh, it'd be hilarious to watch my child drown ha 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 uh, no, it actually turned out a little bit funny because he went over to the kids' fishing rod section, which was like 10 feet away from the fish tank, and started trying <laughs> to fish for the trout or the, the bass in the tank. As you do. As you do. Uh, yeah, I don't see any problem with this. Yeah. I mean, why else would they put it right there, you know? It's a testing yeah. ground for all of their products. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they put out the hammocks so that way you can see, you know, what it's like the hammock in them, the chairs. <laughs> So you can see what it's like to hammock. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'm pitching for the dungeon. A tent? Is it a tent? Oh my god. And I'm quitting. <laughs> and goodbye. Um, <laughs> how do you make bowling dangerous is the thing that my head is stuck up on. Because, you know, archery range, it's like, oh, the arrows just like pop out of the wall. Ooh. But like 
bowling. Make the make the bowling balls bombs. No, they get sucked up into the pin return. They get dragged up there, and they are the. Ooh, pin. yeah, that too. The real question is, how do you make bowling safe? Because people are swinging eight to fifteen pound balls just in front of those uh, lanes are super slick with oil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you have one too many pitchers of beer and put your foot in front of the line and try to swing that fifteen pound ball, you may end up on your ass on the lane. Mm -hmm. This is a weirdly specific anecdote, Jamie. I feel like you've been there. <laughs> I feel like that kind of thing is universal. <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, I have observed it. I, I didn't personally go through it myself, and it was hilarious. Mm -hmm, your friend? Your, your mm -hmm. friend, Hamey? <laughs> <laughs> From Hawaii? Should we list what's actually contained in this Bass Pro Shop pyramid? Because I feel like it's a little bit much. Yeah, of course. There's right, a lot yeah. in there. There's Yeah, so... The yeah. Bass Pro Mega Store includes a shop. What, what includes a shopping? <laughs> just the one. <laughs> which includes shopping, a hotel, restaurants, a bowling alley, and an archery range with an indoor observation deck. Outdoor, outdoor observation deck. Oh, with an outdoor observation deck adjacent to its apex. I, I think I've been in there, and there's. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, it has a shooting range and also a laser arcade. A laser. Laser arcade kind of with deal. real lasers. With real lasers, is that dangerous? This, I guess that's dangerous. I mean, if they I, in a DM's guide, they're dangerous. So many children have gone out of there without their eyes. So wait, are we missing out on a laser tag mini game that the dads could have gone through? Oh my god, that could have been so fucking cool. Right? He thought Fortnite was fun. Watch the dads play laser tag. They were at freaking Bullywugs like twice. They could have had laser tag. God damn it. But Chuck E. Cheese doesn't have laser tag in our world. Well, these guys yeah. have Uncle Buck's fish bowl and grill. <laughs> so, like, there's a fish bowl and a grill. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So would they have had to have fight their way through, like, I don't know, dire fish? Well, at the base of the pyramid is a hundred room hotel. So they'd have mm. to start with a hundred rooms. So, yeah, the immediate problem is that if we're saying that the wives have to be in there, as like the end game, they should be at the top in the outdoor observation. Deck, yeah, they right? yeah. The and they're just tanning, and they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Wow, we solved it, and it's they're fine. With some fresh and then you've had everything you needed to live for thirty years in this in this Bass Pro Shop. The We've windows been great. are made of crystal, you see, so it created yeah. a crystal enclosure that they were fine in. Oh, okay. The only problem was that they spent all that time, and they're just like decked out head to toe in camo. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really hard to find them. They all have waders right. on. <laughs> waders and camo. And they're all busy fishing for the, the the fish in the tank. Samantha's wearing a ghillie suit and nobody knows why. <laughs> Ron instantly finds her. Cool. I mean, we solved Dungeons and Daddies. So, you know, step the fuck up. Retcon the last episode. Put in this one. Done. The final castle can just be the best pro pyramid i'm just saying you have time anthony <laughs> what pyramid did they leave it on uh yeah i don't know over the last one that they mentioned because bass pro was number two yeah yeah, yeah. It, it felt like he started at the most prominent and then just kind of went down a list and he would have gotten to the louvre but didn't is the louvre a big pyramid there is a big pyramid at the louvre yeah it has one out front uh, i just want to know how far down the list the myrtle beach Hard Rock Cafe Pyramid would be. 
I feel like that's something I need to ask Anthony directly. <laughs> How many hard rock cafes are pyramids? I don't know, but I mean, like, I did a, I did a Google. You I did, did a Google. Google. I, I typed in hard rock cafe pyramid, and the only thing that came up was the Myrtle Beach one, oh. which has since been deconstructed for a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> oh man, a Dave and Buster's pyramid? Trading up. All right, the moms weren't coming <laughs> out of there. You couldn't get the moms out of there if they were in a Dave and Buster's. They just keep playing Time Crisis over and over again. It's unfortunately not a pyramid. So how do they end the pyramid? They go through the thing. They get shot at the archery. They get bowled over. I think the I think the peri- the final thing is like it's one of those, you know, water fills the room that they're in, and they have to get out of it. And there's a bunch of fish. Do they float up to the top of the observation? Yeah, deck? and then they burst out into the outdoor observation deck where. Carol, Samantha, and Mercedes are fine. They're just tanning and 30 years older or whatever, 20 years older. Excellent. Still hot. And still hot. Obviously still hot. Yeah. And then um, they're fine. Curvaceous. Still curvaceous. <laughs> One of them is. And Dungeons and Daddies ends and everything's fine. Oh, Dungeons and Daddies is almost over. Um, well, because they had three... No. Because they have two competent women now and Samantha... Sorry. Um, <laughs> Fuck. All right. No, that was really mean. I do that really like Samantha, but I don't. I don't think she qualifies as competent woman. I think she ca- counts as woman, which we need more of, Anthony. But um, <laughs> I mean, so yeah, they have yeah. they have three more women, and will statistically get their job done faster because now there are women, hmm. and that's just how D and D podcasts work. And then once they get to go home, then they all have two wives, except for Glenn. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck right. me. Ouch. God. All right. Just go to the fandom plug. All right. Oh, Can no. we just go back to talking about poop? <laughs> Hi. Welcome to the fandom plug. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jamie, and I like poop. <laughs> yeah. So I think the thing that I'm, now that we're in the fandom plug space, um, I'm just going to say the thing I'm a fan of is the Dave and Buster's pyramid that is soon to come. It's not a pyramid. I'm really excited for it, and I think it has a lot of potential to be a Dave and Buster's, and I've never been to a Dave and Buster's. One time my mom said I could go, and then we ran out of time. I know it's not a fucking pyramid, (laughs) but let me have this. (laughs) This This is the thing that I am a fan of this week. You're a fan of the idea of a Dave and Buster's pyramid. I am a fan of the idea of a big Dave and Buster's that is shaped like a pyramid. Dave... Or Buster, call me. Are you a fan of flying, Jamie? No, I am not a fan of flying. Makes him too tired. Uh, What I am a fan of is Sayonara Wild Heart. Hell yes. I don't know if we've talked about it or not, but it got me through a flight where I was like in the middle seat and there was an old guy who just had eminent domain over both armrests and someone on the other side who fell asleep and slowly kind of kept on drifting onto mine. But I had Sayonara Wild Hearts going, and so it was okay. Yeah, no, I, that game could probably make anything better. It's really, really fun. Yeah, we're waiting on you, Agnity. What's your fandom this week? My, I don't have, uh, I was not prepared for a fandom play. I don't That's know why I... I said the Dave and Buster's Pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've watched for the past month is Phineas and Ferb. Like, I'm a child. That's a plug. Yeah. 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 Disney Plus, that's all I use it for. Everyone else is like, Mandalorian, Star Wars, Pew Pew, Baby Yoda. And I'm like, I'm going to watch Phineas and Ferb for the fourth time in my life. Hey, that works. Those guys wrote some really bopping songs. Can't lie. Girls in my pants. 
Girls in your pants. All fair. Luke. Uh, uh, my thing for this week is yet another anime because I'm a fucking weeb. The one that I've been rewatching this week is uh, called Don Maki. I am not going to say the English name because it's fucking cringe. Oh, you got to say it. Say the name. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? That is the title of this anime. <laughs> It, okay, look, it's it's like a, your stereotypical like fantasy anime, but it's also kind of got like some of those I got trapped in the game stuff going on. But it's not really that. I don't know. It's good. It's funny. Yeah, no, I recommend it. It's a good fun anime. I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. But dang, dang. This podcast was created and produced by a hidden group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Agniti. Consulting producer is Veet Bujigig. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next podcast in your app of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on February 24th. If you would like to charge into battle with us, follow Nikki's Twitter. I'm not going to give you the Twitter handle because she knocked over the armored warhorses like a very expensive set of dominoes. Did uh, Henry and Daryl kiss in episode 26? No, but they did bury their wives together. Ba-dum-bum-ba-dum-bum.